and welcome to another edition of the Screen Nerds Podcast. My name's Michael Burgett, and thanks for joining me for this quick screen episode of Journey to Bethlehem. Brand new film, just down in theaters, checked it out, and wanted to share some of my thoughts with you on the film. Now, the film is a retelling of sorts of the story of Joseph and Mary and the birth of Jesus. And it's told in a musical format uh, and goes from the beginnings of uh, the betrothal of Joseph and Mary to the announcement that from Gabriel of Mary to uh, be with child who would become the son of God, Jesus, uh, all the way to the birth. uh, And that's the story. And it's done, like I said, through a musical setting, a musical format. Now, if you know me, if you listen to this podcast, you know uh, that I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of Jesus, and you also know that I am very critical of faith-based films. Um, I am one that wants there to be very good faith-based films uh, because there are a lot that aren't of good quality. So when there are good ones, I want to heavily promote them and share them because uh, I want them to be good. And I want to tell others about them to go see them. And I have seen some really good ones uh, in the last couple of years with uh, Jesus Revolution, with I Can Only Imagine, I Still Believe, American Underdog. So there have been some really good ones of late, and unfortunately, there also have been not good ones uh, in in recent memory. And so I went into this film with no expectations other than I just wanted it to be of good quality, and I wanted it to be an honest uh, telling of the story from Scripture, knowing that there would be creative licenses taken and the filmmakers admit it at the end of the film that they did take uh, creative licenses with, with some of the story because uh, not all of the story of surrounding the birth of Jesus is told in the scriptures. Uh, there are some things that are just not mentioned or not told. And so obviously they took liberties with some of that to kind of color in uh, some of what was not mentioned in the scriptures. And so that's what this story, a lot of it is. Now there are, what are some things that they did tell? They did. I do think they did get right. uh, But there are some things that they didn't, uh, even though they did take creative licenses. And I'll get into that shortly. Um, I'm not a musical guy. Also too, I have to mention that as well. I do. I have watched some musicals. I do like some musicals. Uh, but musicals are not my genre that I am well versed in, or I would say is an expert in. So also take that in consideration when, uh, with me giving my review here. So all that out of the way, what is this film and what did I think of this film? Well, let me get into what I liked about this film. Uh, I liked the actor, that played Joseph and I liked the actress that played Mary. I thought that they were very well cast. I liked their performances. I, they both obviously well versed in, in musical singing, um, or it seemed like it to me, uh, 
because they handled both the singing parts and the acting parts well. So I enjoyed their performances. Uh, I also liked uh, the actor uh, that played uh, Herod's son, uh, Antipater. Uh, I thought that his performance, I thought, was very good. Uh, really, the the only main named actor that I knew in this film was Herod, uh, who was played by Antonio Banderas. I liked some parts of his performance. Uh, I thought there, when he was very much the sinister part of Herod, I I thought that that was very well done. Um, and what else? What are the th- uh, the the music? I did. There were definitely a couple of musical numbers that I really enjoyed. Uh, really, I thought that they were very well done. Uh, even you know, even like I said, I'm not a musical guy. Uh, so <laughs> the parts where there was a lot of dancing around while they were singing, it uh, so, there were some songs that just didn't fit right, but there were some that it did, and I thought worked really well, and so. Uh, I, I like some of the music there. Uh, I thought the cinematography for the most part was pretty good. Uh, I did enjoy the shots. It really did make you feel like you were in Judea, uh, in biblical times. It, it, it had that feel and vibe to it. So I, I enjoyed that. Um, that's what I liked. What I didn't like is the changing of tone. Um, and what I mean by changing of tone is there were some moments where it was serious, uh, and there were some that were lighthearted in a good sense. And then there were some that were just way goofy and just tonally just threw everything off. And unfortunately the main thing with that was the Magi or the three Kings, uh, the three wise men, uh, which in the actual biblical story don't even visit Jesus until months or a year or two later from the birth, but they put them in at the actual birth, uh, and had them travel and visit and do all that. Uh, which again, that's creative licensing. Uh, I think, I think you could have included them when not having to do that, but I digress. But they played them so goofy and so cheesy and so just over the top that it got to a point where it was very distracting to me watching the film anytime they were there. And it shouldn't have been that way. It should have been uh, when the wise men were there a lot more respected and uh, honored because really that's what the three... Uh, the, the Magi were, they were of honoring uh, Jesus at his birth uh, and, or the birth of Jesus. And so I felt like that was just way too goofy and way too silly. And also to, at times too, with uh, Antonio Banderas's performance as Herod, uh, in particular, one song, way too goofy, way too over the top. It just, again, felt like Tonally, at times, this film shifted from being serious and, or even just lighthearted, to just completely goofy and uh, over the top. 
I'm trying to think of other words to go along with that. Uh, like a parody of sorts. It, it, that is what it felt like. Uh, and the, the way that the tone shifted back and forth got to a point, like I said, it was kind of distracting at times. Um, but when it, when it's centered on the serious and when it's centered on the heartfelt moments, uh, I felt like that's when the film was at its best. And really that's when it seemed like when it was Joseph and Mary, that's when it, uh, felt like it really was at its best. Um, cause again, uh, those two performers, uh, that played Joseph and Mary, I thought were the best part of the film. Um, other than that, I, th- I thought it was, overall, I thought it was an okay film. I, th- I, like I said, I do think that if it had not been so over the top and so cheesy and granted musicals can be that way sometimes, but I just feel like that there are times when you can do a musical and it not be cheesy and over the top and a parody of sorts, but that it can have like heart and depth and merit. And I feel like at times that's what this film had. And I wished it would have leaned more in that direction than weaving back and forth from heartfelt to cheesy to goofy to serious and and all of that. Um, And like I said, biblically, it hit a lot of the true notes of what the scripture says. It it gave the the betrothal of Joseph and Mary. It it highlighted uh, Elizabeth and Zechariah and the impending birth of John the Baptist. Um, it showed the census. It showed them going into Jerusalem uh, or going from uh, the Magi. It showed their travels to Jerusalem and, and, and so forth. But like I said, that timing was off because that in reality didn't happen until sometime later. It showed Mary and Joseph traveling to uh, Bethlehem from Nazareth uh, to be counted in the census. Uh, and then it showed the birth. Obviously, like I said, some things time-wise they uh, they were timey-wimey with. Like, like I said, having the Magi there at the birth, they weren't there until sometime later, not even at uh, uh, the barn uh, where the manger was. They had other stuff that wasn't, <laughs> wasn't or didn't happen. But like I said, they took creative liberties with that and... I was okay for some of the creative liberties. Some of them I was like, I don't think that's really, it didn't really play well. Um, but overall it's okay. Uh, the, the production company that did this or the, the studio is the same one that did, uh, recently big George Foreman, which you can go back and hear my, um, review of that. And walking out of the theater there, it felt kind of similar. Like, it, that one was okay, but it wasn't great. Uh, I, I feel like that that's kind of how I am with this one. I think if you're a musical fan, you, you, you'll you enjoy, like, the music. I think you'll enjoy, like, the, the, the dancing and stuff like that. I think that that part of it's good. Other than that, I... I I would say if you want to check it out, wait until it comes out on rental, comes out on streaming. 
Um, I don't know if it really merits going to a theater to go see it. Uh, unless you just want to take an hour and a half and just, like I said, enjoy the music. Because I feel like, for the most part, the music is pretty good. Um, but I feel like the story, like I said, it just weaves back and forth. Uh, and I feel like that, again, and I'm, and I'm going back to this, but it's true. If they had taken out the goofy parts of it and just focused on the heartfelt moments, I feel like this film would have been way better. As it is, it's probably just a middle-of-the-pack kind of film that if you want to wait till streaming, you're probably fine with that. Uh, but otherwise, it's mid, as the kids would say these days. Uh, so that's my thoughts on Journey to Bethlehem. I'd love to hear your thoughts of the film when you see it or any film that you've been checking out of late. You can let me know your thoughts anytime by email, screennerdspodcast at gmail.com. You can always find us on Twitter at ScreenNerdsPod and tweet your thoughts there. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Threads, and Blue Sky just by searching out Screen Nerds Podcast, hitting that follow button, hitting that like button, and sharing your thoughts there. And if you get an opportunity, please rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. Wherever it is that you get your podcasts, you can find us there. Just search out Screen Nerds Podcast, hit that subscribe button, uh, leave a review, hopefully leave a five-star review, leave a written review, and share the podcast around. And like I said, you can find us wherever it is that you get your podcasts, whether it's Spotify, uh, Apple, uh, Good Pods, CastBox, Amazon Music, wherever it is you get your podcasts, hit that subscribe button, leave a review, and share the podcast around. We'd really appreciate it. So again, thanks for joining me for this quick screen episode. My name is Michael Burgett, and we will catch you on the next episode.